Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. I'm going to tell you all something. Yesterday, on the way here, God said he was going to heal bone spurs in people's feet. But then God showed me a vision of that woman right there. I didn't even, I didn't even know that woman. And I had a vision of her and I dancing across this front of this church and God healing that woman. The healing power of God is in this building right now. You don't have to wait on your healing for some sermon. You need to go ahead and get your healing right this minute. I command you in the name of Jesus. you to do do we have any believers in this house well I know you are I want you to turn to the person next to you and ask them do you have any pain in your body hold the music just a minute do you have any pain in your body they should now be honest and say yes or no just say yes I got pain or no I do not okay all right Let's see a show of hands of those that's got pain in your body. Okay. And I believe that all the pain is going to go right now. All the pain is going to go right now. I lie not before God. I, when that woman came up to me just a minute ago, I was blown away because God showed me that before I got here. Now, now, you can't make that up. I was actually kind of blown away. Not that she was healed, but I was like, my God, this is actually going to happen. Praise the Lord. And I don't usually run. Y'all, y'all know that. I ain't got no 5K in me or nothing like that. But I'm going to tell you right now, when the miraculous power of God's in the building, I'm not going to sit there and not respond. Now, how many believes that everybody in this building is going to get healed right now? Okay. Now, ain't that, now you're going to get the chance to practice your faith. Now, turn around, look at that individual. Uh, maybe if you have to get a couple together. Now, you're going to speak the word of faith. You're going to work with God. Y'all don't seem too excited. Let me try that again. You're going to work with God. And when you lay your hand on them, it's going to be as Jesus himself is putting their, his hand on their head because you are laborers together with God. We don't have to have no sermon here today. We just have to operate in the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm still waiting on some of y'all to get excited. Hallelujah. 
Now, turn and look at them. They're not, you're, don't be afraid of them. Um, the Lord spoke to me something uh, Tuesday night in our church. And he said, he said, now, Bobby, you do not have authority over COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Well, praise the Lord. He said, we don't have authority over it. He said, this was an instrument that I allowed. He said, I allowed it. So you can't, you can't bind it and do all that. And I was like, because if we could have bound it, Eli Hernandez would still be alive. Brother George Guy would still be alive. Brother Roy Barnhill would still be with us. And the list goes on and on. But the Lord did say to me on Tuesday night, you can take authority over the residue. You can take authority over the residual effects. So all these things that are still hanging on to some of, some of these people's bodies because of COVID-19, we're gonna take authority over that today because we do have authority over that. And so we're gonna take authority over pneumonia and breathing problems and all this stuff. Y'all, I feel this, so I'm sorry. I, I, I just know what I know in the Holy Ghost. And so we're going to turn and look at one another. We're not going to treat each other like we got some kind of disease. Praise the Lord. And we're going to take authority over every sickness and disease in this, spot, in this building. Because guess what? God wants to work with you in the streets. Praise the Lord. And it's going to happen. All right. Look right at them. I want you to lay your hand on their head. Well, praise the Lord. Ask them where the pain is located. Where is the pain located? Shoulders, backs, hips, legs, eye vision. Praise the Lord. Neuropathy in the feet fibromyalgia, digestive problems, breathing problems, whatever it is, tell them the pain is going to go in just a minute. No, look at them as serious as you can and say the pain is going to go in just a second. All pain is going to go. All the pain's going to go. Tell them, prophesy to them, said the pain's going to go. Ask them, will you receive your healing? Will you take it? Ask them, will you take it? Don't pray yet. Don't pray yet. We're going to speak the word of faith together, but ask them, will you receive that? Will you receive it? Because in just a moment, when we speak the word of faith, the victory of the Lord is going to come upon you and you're going to feel the miracle power of God and you take it by praise and you begin to praise. You do not hope and you're not going to worship. You're going to praise. 
and the miracle power of God's going to come upon you and you're going to get your healing. Okay. So they're going to take it and then look at them and say, you're going to practice the miracle. You're going to practice the miracle. Praise the Lord. Okay. I want you to pray. I want you to I want you to pray and say these words exactly how I say it. Are you ready? You got to open your mouth in just a minute. By the authority of the word of God and by the power that is in the name Jesus, I take authority over the pain and disease in your body right now. I bind it in the name of Jesus. I cast it out of your body right now in Jesus' name. And I loose the working of miracles into your body right now in the name of Jesus. And I command you to be whole right now in the name of Jesus. I command every sickness and disease to leave you right now. It is coming out of your body right this minute. In the name of Jesus, I command you to be whole right this minute. Now open your mouth and begin to praise the Lord with a loud voice. Go ahead, praise the Lord right now. Go ahead, praise the Lord right now. Don't stop. Go ahead. Praise the Lord right now. That's it. That's it. Now let me stop you. Some of you are still worshiping in hope. I'm going to say it again. When you begin to praise the Lord, the victory of the Lord comes to you. We're still hoping. Praise the Lord. You cannot hope and get a miracle. You must believe that you're going to get it. And when you believe, you praise accordingly. And so what we're wrestling with now is hope. Mm -hmm. Now, we've had people already healed in this building this morning. So the healing and working power of God is in this building. He's got to convince you of it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is this all right? Okay. I'm feeling a little resistance. But I'm in the Holy Ghost. That's okay. I'm not worried about it. Some of you are still bound by the spirit of fear. That fear came to you for you to, to see if you, and test you to see if you have spiritual authority. Or if to know if, to see if you recognize you have spiritual authority. Mm -hmm. see it's one thing to have power it's another thing to recognize you have it praise the Lord 
I used to wrestle with insecurity for my whole life. I, I, I wrestled with inadequacy my whole life. Did you hear that I said I used to? Yes. I used to. You know why? Because I didn't recognize. And it's not pride. Now, that's not pride, ma'am. Now, was Paul arrogant when he said, I can do all things through Christ? Was that pride? No. That was a revelation of who he was. Mm. Ma'am, in, in just a little bit, and it's coming now, but you're going to recognize what you really have in the Holy Ghost. That's why hell has fought you so hard. That's why he's battled you so hard. But the Lord said there's a restoration that's coming to you. And not only is there a restoration coming to you, but it's coming to your mind. And you're going to walk in a confidence like you have never walked in before. I loose you of every inadequacy right now. I command those walls to come down and for you to operate in the confidence of the Holy Ghost. I want us to worship the Lord one more time. The Holy Ghost is in here. I want us to worship the Lord right now. Praise God. Praise God. I saw that on you this morning in the first service. Praise God. Praise God. There's some right now, currently, there's some pieces God's moving around for you. Don't get bogged down in the details. Just trust God. He's moving the pieces right now. And I'm going to tell you something. You're going to start hearing stuff from God in prayer that's going to be mind-blowing. I know what I'm talking about. You know why? Because even though God has restored you, there's still some question marks in your mind. And every time, you, and if you, and because God wants to bring down these walls of insecurity and inadequacy, the enemy says, I got to get her with that right now so she don't move forward. Well, that's a lie from hell. We're not, we're not going to accept it, and that's not the truth. See, I'm going to tell you all something right now. You can sit down and do whatever you want to do. I'm going to obey the Holy Ghost, and I'm not going to be here all day doing it. But the spirit of fear comes to you because it has to. It's a spirit that doesn't have any rights. <clears throat> Hallelujah. I'm not used to quiet church, so quiet church makes me nervous. I know the old, we're just taking it in adage, but when, when the people of God heard the word of God, they shouted aloud for joy that God would even privilege you to hear his word. Mm -hmm. And so when the spirit of fear comes, it has to come to you. Has to come to you. Thank you for 
it has to come to you because you have authority in the city it doesn't come to you when it, you don't have no authority so what the enemy does before you get to church he he tries to he tries to uh, put off on you project upon you his emotions because he's nothing but a liar so he'll project upon you there's not going to much happen in the service today you're going but there's not going to much happen you better be careful xyz you better do this you better do that and so instead of you reaching out into the flow of the holy ghost you draw back uh, and i hate that lion spirit i hate it because our people have been bogged by insecurity and inadequacy for years mm-hmm There's some stuff that God wants to give you dominion over. Why do you think God gave you the Holy Ghost? Just for you to get saved and have a fire escape so you don't go to hell? No, that's not solely why God gave you the Holy Ghost. God gave you the Holy Ghost so you could have dominion. Praise the Lord. Somebody shout, I'm going to have dominion. Praise the Lord. I'm going to have dominion. I'm going to get dominion over this attitude. I'm going to get dominion over my human spirit. I'm going to get dominion. You know, every once in a while, you just got to grab yourself by the nap of the neck and say, you're going to do the will of God. Praise the Lord. Every once in a while, you're gonna you gotta grab yourself up and say, "You're not gonna act like that. You're going you're not coming to church, and you're not just going to sit there." Well, praise the Lord. You're not just going to sit there. See, we've been plowing through some stuff. I was here a couple weeks ago, and we're and and the enemy wants to put the damper on us because the enemy's made us believe that nothing else is going to happen for us. But that is a down-faced lie. It's a down-faced lie that some of you have bought into, but you need to stand up right this minute. And I, I'm not talking about just physically. I'm talking about you need to stand up in your spirit and say, no, no, absolutely not. No, no, no. Somebody, somebody just say it out of your mouth. That's a no for me. That's, that's... No, that's a no. You're not going to continue to come into my world and invade my house. See, sis, you know what's happened every time? You know what's happened since God started delivering me of this inadequacy and all this insecurity? Well, it still tries the door. Mm-hmm. It still tries it out to see if it's still open. But every time he tries to project that emotion on me, I look at him and I, I tell him, I said, well, you're going to try that today, but the door's still closed to you. Because there are people in this room that God has put great anointings upon, but you don't believe it. 
you don't believe it because you filter every word that God gives you through the filter of inadequacy and insecurity. Mm -hmm. And you filter it through every, every reference point of your past. God said it's over. Mm. Praise God. I think we better lift our hands and worship the Lord right now. There should be great victory in this building. This church is a victorious church, but there should be some of you that are just absolutely can't. You, you, I'm telling you, there's people in this room that you should absolutely have be gung-ho about praising God right now. Praise God. I, I, I want us just to uh, praise the Lord one more time and give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. There's victory in this house. I take authority over every lying spirit that's been lying to some of you. I bind it and cast it out of your mind. I cast it down right now. Praise God. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Itada mashando do hokete asando. Praise God. Praise God. I want us to just begin to say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't stop until the atmosphere changes on your row. Hallelujah. 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 Mm. God's going to unleash wonders in Zanesville. See, y'all need to know this that God used 10 wonders to break the back of Egypt until it let God's people go. You can't hem God's church in and God not respond. You can't start passing legislation against God's church and God not respond to it. See, God's looking for a partner in the earth. Because he said, if two or three gather and they, and they agree as in touching any one thing, it shall be done unto them. The problem is God's yoke partner called the church is not agreeing. They got to looking at, we've gotten to look at COVID-19 and we took and we're waiting for normalcy to come back. We keep waiting on normalcy to come back. That's what we're fighting in this region right now. And it's tried to project it upon this church. But don't worry, we're still having miracles. 
God's not, God's not done wrecking this city. <laughs> God's not done wrecking the, the prince of this city. I'm going to say that again. God's not done wrecking the prince of this city. God's not done wrecking the principality of this city. God's not done wrecking the high places in this city. God's not done wrecking the spirits of addiction in this city. Praise the Lord. So God chose 10 wonders. God chose 10 wonders to break the back of Egypt. To break the back of it. So it would let God's people go. And so, Brother Nehemiah, so God says, I'm going to unleash 10 wonders. I showed you signs through Moses to get you to believe you was coming out. But then when Egypt didn't believe they would, you was going to go anywhere, I unleashed, I asked nicely first, don't mess with my church. I asked you nicely, don't mess with my people. But then when you wouldn't respond to niceness, I unleashed my wonders. See, some of that stuff, that bondage that some of you have wrestled with for 30 years, God's been asked, God asked nicely. God tried a nice approach to let it go. Now he's going to unleash some stuff and it's going to let you go. You're going to get delivered of that. You're going to get delivered of that. And so God unleashed wonders on Egypt. And God said, don't try to pass laws against my people and try to hem them in. You don't want them in the buildings? Good. They're going to do their best work in the streets. You're not going to be able to contain the harvest. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. The sick are going to be healed right in the streets. They're going to be healed right in the Walmart. They're going to be healed right at Kroger. It's not the will of God for you to get stuck in a barn and not do it outside these four walls. God's got, oh, you want to hem my church in? Watch this. I'll get them out of the building. Praise the Lord. Because, see, there's all kinds of many campuses of the Anchor Church all over this city. I'm looking at many campuses all over this church right now. And you know what God's saying? I, you know what God's saying? You might want to get you a hot tub or a swimming pool. Because I'm going to cause you to become a magnet to people. And you're going to baptize them in your backyard. And you're going to baptize them in your bathtub. Well, praise the Lord. I'm going to say it again. You're going, to, you're going to baptize them in your swimming pools. You're going to baptize them. And if you don't have one, then you're going to go to somebody's house and get it done. Praise the Lord. God broke the back of witchcraft through wonders. 
There's, there's drug dealers and all kinds of stuff that come through here and they persuade the people and they bewitch them through addictions. God is going to show his wonders. And when he does, they're not going to be able to deal their drugs around here very, very comfortably, I might add. Well, praise the Lord. Well, you know what, you know what the attitude of, uh, of some drug dealers are? Well, they're not ever going to catch me. Want to bet? Because the church is going to partner with God. And the church is going to say, you've got to let that neighborhood go. You've got to let that region go. I don't know about you, but my brother was addicted to crystal meth for years. My brother went to prison for crystal meth, manufacturing of crystal meth, went to prison for six years. His kids missed out on a dad. My own dad. My own dad, I, hey, listen, brother, up the grave. I'm going to tell you something. I'm not standing up here because I'm sad and saying, woe is me. My own dad walked out on me when I was a, three years old because of addictions and stuff he couldn't walk away from. And my, my brother, right this very minute, my brother, right this very minute, is lost without God. Because the enemy lied and deceived him. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask y'all a question. How, how, how tired of you? How tired are you of seeing the enemy lie and deceive the people in your streets? Some of you got family members right now that the enemy has got a hold of. And God said, I'm ready to let them go. I got some wonders I want to unleash. And I'm ready for them to be set free. But I'm looking for you to partner with me and say, we're going to get it done. Did you know, did you know that several years ago, um, is this okay? I, I hope I'm not boring you. Uh, several years ago, I was in Maui, Hawaii, and there was, there was, uh, we was doing some crusades there, some preaching, and so, um, and we was, we would, they would notice that the drug dealers there would operate, and they had no fear. They didn't even fear the police. In fact, some of the police were in on it. Praise the Lord. And some of the police were in on it. But we got to praying and the church got to praying that God would expose them. It was like the police would come and it would, they couldn't, they couldn't even, they wouldn't be selling and dealing their drugs right under the, the officer's noses. And it was like the officers were blind. Praise the Lord. But when we went to prayer and we got to partnering with God, 
God opened the eyes of those officers and I'm telling you they had the largest drug bust on that island that they had had and they can't remember when. And I'm going to tell this church something right now. If you'll partner with God, I'm real concerned about some of y'all right now. i got to be honest. If we'll partner with God and start praying that God would pull the cover off of this mess and God would destroy the, the influence of it, I'm telling you, we would have a harvest we couldn't even hardly keep up with. Because I'm tired of seeing our young people bound by drugs and alcohol. I'm tired of them being bound by perversion. I said, I'm tired of it. When they come in this atmosphere, this atmosphere has got to be so charged with apostolic power and expectation that they can't sit here under the power of God. They've either got to submit or they've got to run out of the building. And the way that happens is you got to get that hope mentality out of your mind. When you come in this church, you got to have such a radical praise in your spirit that there ain't no stronghold can sit on your pew next to you. Oh, somebody just worship the Lord. Praise the Lord right now. My God. Does anybody believe we have that kind of authority right now? Does anybody believe you got that kind of authority? Then I want you to exercise that. And let's just try it out. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray right now that every bit of God addictions that are being dealt in this city, I pray that you would unleash your wonders on those addictions and break the back of them right now in this city. That no drug dealer could come in this city and just operate undetected. Lord, open the eyes of of the officers in this city to know where the drug houses are. It's time to clean it out. Well, praise God. Well, praise God. Praise God. There's people in this room right here today that in some way or another, you've lost, you've lost family members to overdoses. Mm. Well, we just can't do nothing about it. Want to bet? We just going to let, we just can't do nothing about it. God says, you want to bet? If my church will partner with me, Mm-hmm. If my church will partner with me, it'll get broken. But I need a second yes. I need another partner. You've already got God's word. Now you have to say yes. You know what somebody told me, a man of God told me some time ago? 
He said, you know why you feel angelic participation? He said, you know how that works? I'm like, well, tell me how. He said, he said, the angelic shows up when what is spoken in earth matches what's being said in the heavens. Praise the Lord. And I'm going to tell you, there is not one defeat being talked about in heaven. Well, hallelujah. Walk up here with me. He's a prophet of the Lord. He's a prophet of the Lord. We've got to have prophets to speak to us, to edify us, and take us to the place we're supposed to be. He's not up here just rambling. He is, he is speaking what heaven is speaking. Now listen, I, I brother, brother Gio, was teaching a Bible study here. Was it Monday? Monday, and two people saw a massive angel standing behind him. Because angels show up when, when the church is doing what heaven wants it to do. It's reaching lost people. I feel this in the Holy Ghost. I don't interrupt him except to just validate exactly what he is saying. This city, the Bible, Jesus spoke of something. He talked about gates of hell. There are very many families, and there's many families in this room that have lost people to overdoses and drugs and things of that nature. It, it has been a, it's an, it's an epidemic among us. It's an epidemic. People call our church and say there's a bad strand going through the community where people are dying. I have personally helped people up until the ambulance could get there because of overdoses. I have, Lakin and I have held them up, watching them as they're dying because of drugs. Somewhere the church has got to say, we've got power over this. We do. We have authority over this. Do you believe that? Somewhere the church has got to get concerned and say, I'm going to pray it out of this community. I'm going to bind it in the name of Jesus. I'm going to pray it out. In 2008, listen, Jesus spoke about gates of hell, Brother Wade. He, he, he spoke about gates of hell will not prevail. It is a plural term. He didn't say gate. He said gates. What's that, what that means is there's more than one. There is, there is, there is spiritual wickedness in high places. Zanesville. Zanesville has been in the past a gate of hell. That's why its demographics are the way they are. It used to be, used to be the capital of Ohio for two years. It was one of the number one places to sell drugs and use drugs. People would come from all over the United States and around the world because of its uh, per capita drug use, because of its satanic influence. It's a fact. There's witchcraft even in this region. It's just hidden. We've had people convert from the satanic church that were priests in the satanic church and the things that they would tell is unbelievable behind the scenes. And I'm gonna tell you, I blame all of it on the devil. And Jesus said, there will be gates of hell. You listen to me as I preach to you for just a few moments. There will be gates of hell, but they will not prevail. What that means is it can't stop the church from advancing. That the church has more authority than gate of hell does to overtake it. And so people that are broken can be healed. People that are bound can be set free. And in 2008, we understood, we, we started prayer as a historically in this church prayer meetings. We started binding and binding the influence of hell. We had 24 hour prayer meetings we would do and you could watch the news in the newspaper that would coincide with our prayer meetings. Right down the
the road on Echo Avenue, there was a gang that moved here from California. 15 people lived in one house converting coke to crack cocaine to sell it to our babies on the streets. They, they, they had moved here because of, 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 of the influence they knew they could have because the amount of fatherless children that are in this community to make them their, 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 their salesmen and to use them and to take advantage of them and the chaos and the confusion. But thank God there was a church that started praying and binding the influence and we started praying and while we were praying not after but while we were praying they came and busted that gang from California every single one of them were put in jail and were sent out of this community and it showed up in the newspaper then the next prayer meeting there was another article that came in come on is there anybody in this room that stands up and says let's get a war against what's attacking our families is there anybody else to stand to your feet and say I believe that God's going to do something like we've never seen before binding the enemy one of the highest drug use per capita in the nation is Zanesville. But it is not the will of God. And I believe that we're going to see a dimension and a dominion that's going to take place in this room and in the next few weeks when we started praying and praying over a few years but 2008 something broke people couldn't even walk past the church without repenting they would come in and get baptized baptized people every day of the week we filled this auditorium completely full people would stand out in the foyer because there was no seat one day I stood up and I said how many of you used to be drug dealers there were 35 people in that church that had been converted from drug dealing drugs you know why? Because when the church starts speaking what heaven is speaking and they start doing what heaven is doing, angels show up and do what no man can do. I feel a breakthrough. I really do. I want everybody to stand to your feet. I want you to clap your hands and say there's about to be a revival in Zanesville. There's about to be a revival in this city. I bind every demonic authority. I bind every satanic power. I bind the influence of every devil to destroy our children and our babies our marriages and our families I come against it in the name of Jesus Christ greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world you have no influence here anymore you have no jurisdiction here anymore I take authority over you in the name of Jesus Christ come on somebody say that I take authority in the name of Jesus Christ Clap your hands and praise him. There's something happening. I'm telling you, because of that prayer, because of the prophecy of this man, because of the faith of this room, these altars are going to be filled with people that have needle scars, that have hangovers, that have addictions. But when they leave this altar, shackles of addiction are going to be left here and they're going to be gone free. They're going to be set free. The gates of hell shall not prevail. How many of you want to see the greatest revival of drug addicts delivered? The greatest revival of drug dealers set free? Come on, if you believe it, shout amen. amen. Clap your hands and praise him. Angels are in this room. Angels are in this room. 
the dispatching of angels are about to be released to homes. And in your home and in your prayer meeting is going to become Bible studies of influence. People around your neighborhood are going to be healed because of their conversations. God's going to give you favor. I feel the spirit of prophecy upon me right now. I can see it. People are going to make connections with you. And God's going to give you influence into their life. The Lord has put a great favor upon my brother. He can't even go on vacation. People walk up to him. People walk up to him and they'll say, hey, you're a man of God, Archie. I need you to pray for me. He'd be out of state, out of town. Just walk up to him. I need prayer. We walked in the restaurant the other day. They not, didn't even know him. As soon as they opened the door, a lady walked up and she said, oh my goodness, she said, I, uh, I, I need you. I got this situation in my life. I need you to pray about this. Would you pray about this with me? She's never seen him before because it's the favor of God. If you have a family member that's bound, if you have a person in your life that's bound, I feel a burden coming over this congregation to see victory like we've never seen it. Listen, this building can't contain what God's about to do in this city. This, this building... God's going to heal your family. Some of you going to pray prayers that's going to reach outside the city and save loved ones that are in other states and other cities. Come on, there's power in you. If you only knew what was on the tip of your tongue, it's the word of faith even in thy mouth. If you believe it, lift your hands and start praying in the name of Jesus. Come on, I want you to lift your voice. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. Let there be victory. Let there be victory. Let there be healing. Come on, there's, there's chains of addiction loosing from you right now. There, there are people that are watching. There are people that are in the building. You were bound. You had secret addictions. But right now, it is releasing from you because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is a liberty. God is setting you free even in this room. Offenses are releasing from your spirit. There's things in your life, bitterness and hurt and fear. If you would just start praising him, come on, all over the building, begin to praise him. God, I thank you for your excellent greatness. I thank you for what you feel in this room. In the name. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and let the Lord minister. Come on, every saint in the building, everybody in the building, lift your hands. Let the Lord speak. I'm going to tell you what I know. I walked over to Brother... Nehemiah, Pastor Nehemiah, and I said, how many, how many works are in Guatemala right now? And he said, I believe there's about 15 churches that has come out of one man that was addicted to drugs. I'm going to say it again. Brother Noe is in Guatemala today because of a prayer meeting and because of an intersection with the man of God and with the power of God. A man that had, I mean, maybe I think a $16,000 a month drug habit. Set free. And there are more Brother Noe's in this city. Yeah. 
Do you know what happens? Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. Do you know what happens when, when they, when in Guatemala, you don't see it all the time. You hear the reports, but you don't see it. Do you know what happens in Guatemala in those 15 churches as a result of a church that partnered with God? Miracles happen. And guess what? The same deliverance he got here is happening in Guatemala. You're a man of God and others go over there to preach and the miraculous just flows. Praise the name of God. And there are more Brother Noe's on this, in this city right now. Praise the Lord. There's more Brother Noe's in this city right now. In 1999, I went to a little place called Crawfordsville, Indiana. And I had just started evangelizing, but I was just smart enough to get myself in trouble. I'm going to say this, and we're just going to celebrate, and we're going to activate with God. And I told the pastor, I said, we're going to, I said, we got to get some things broken around here. And I said, the only way we're going to do it is if we meet at this church about six o'clock in the morning and we pray six o'clock and uh, I, I was like well I said he said do what I said yeah we got to have six o'clock prayer here in the morning and right and they was in this little small building it was really small I mean almost the size just about the size of that vestibule out there and they had maybe 17 people in that church maybe 20 and one day when we was there one morning while we was there i felt inspired of the holy ghost that the spirit of witchcraft and demonic power was operating in the skating ring and the skate corral next door and I walked to the side door and opened that side door and I cursed the influence of that skating ring had been there for 50 years and I said but you have operated your last day and has manipulated the young people of this region your last day and I said in fact I command the young people to come out of that skate corral into this church and I mean, I felt the boldness of the Holy Ghost come upon me. And that day, the Lord smote the influence of that skating ring. And that night, young people were coming out of that skate corral and started getting the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you right now, that authority is upon this church, but you have to get tired of it operating on your street. And guess what happened, my brother? Me and the pastor were sitting in a restaurant five years later. 
I mean, God had dried up the influence of that skate corral so much. This is what it said in the newspaper on the front page. Skate corral closes after 50 years. Five years ago, our business started drying up. Mm. We came against it and we cursed the spirit of it. We didn't go into war with individuals. It was a spirit that was operating it. And we cursed it. And guess what? There are people, there are young people that came into that meeting that very week that are in leadership in that church right this minute because somebody took authority over it. And I'm tired of the enemy just going around acting like he's going to be unchecked. I'm feeling something get on me right now. I'm, I'm getting real mad right now in the Holy Ghost. I'm tired of these spirits walking around acting like they're going to get unchecked and nothing's going to happen. Well, I got news for you. There is a church in Zanesville that's not going to let it walk around unchecked. going to sit here and watch you go unchecked while you ruin people's lives. And by the authority of the word of God and by the power of the name Jesus, I command you to be smitten right now. Your influence is going to die in this city. And the influence of this church is going to not just go through this city, but it's going to take over the county. I say in the name of Jesus, there are more Brother Noe's in this city. And I command your ears to be open to what thus saith the Lord. I command the winds of the Holy Ghost to blow upon you right now. In the name of Jesus. I curse every den of iniquity in this region. I say in the name of Jesus, you're not going to be able to operate unchecked anymore. This is your notice that you are being checked by the Holy Ghost right now. This is your notice that you're going to be checked right now. You're not going to continue to operate without being checked. You're going to have to get out of Zanesville. I command you to get out of this county in the name of Jesus. My God. Man, Brother Wade, ain't that dangerous? I'm telling you right now, it's not dangerous when you're partnered with God. I didn't come here to pick no fight with no spirits, but I'll tell you what I did come to do. I'm tired of the bondage. I'm tired of us being addicted to having good church and no dominion is being taken. Praise the Lord. 
God is not wanting the apostolic church just to have good church. Enough with that. Well, praise the Lord. Let's just go back to normal and have our nice normal services. I got news for you. I am sick of it, and so is God. God is not interested in normalcy anymore. Mm. The Spirit of the Lord is saying, now, now, right this minute, now. There is no later in God's spirit. The intensity that you're picking up from me is not my personality. This forcefulness is not from my personality. It's from God's personality. God's saying, no more waiting. We've got, we've had good church, Sister Bounds. We've had good church for years and nobody gets delivered and the territory's not taken. And nobody's getting, and people ain't getting delivered. And people in, in our cities are not seeing a breakthrough. And there are churches that are having good church, but they don't even have water in the baptistries. Okay, I'm sorry. I... And God is not having that. Hmm. God's not into nice sermons anymore. Praise the Lord. God's not interested in nice sermons anymore. He's sending men of God like your pastor, who is an apostle of God in this region. He is sending men of God to pulpits across America and the world with a what thus saith the Lord. God said to me in 2020, sermonizing is dead. Praise the Lord. Sermonizing is dead. There is authority in this house. Mm -hmm. There's authority in this house. And I want us to one more time lift our hands. Tonight, in this service, tonight, there will be mighty demonstration. People are going to get the Holy Ghost tonight. People are going to get baptized tonight. People are going to get delivered tonight. But why don't you ask God to help you and to be employed with you? Why don't you tell God, I want to be employed with you to reach into the harvest? In the name of Jesus. Everybody in this building, I want you to lift your voice. Everybody in this building, lift your voice. Cry out to God. Cry out to God. Ma'am, I want you to know I'm rejoicing with you over your miracle today. I saw it in the Holy Ghost. God did it for you. And I'm rejoicing over it. God healed your pastor of bone spurs in his feet today. God did it. 
God did it. God's purpose and power is on this church. I want us to pray for just a few moments. Talk to God. <clears throat> I want us to talk to God. Hallelujah. Come on, talk to God. Make way. Make way for his word and voice in your life. That's it. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.